You are listening to The Arrived Podcast, episode number 34. Hey, gents, this is Bethany Reed Peterson of Atelier Reed, and you are listening to Arrived, the podcast dedicated to helping single guys bring their A-game home. In the show, we're going to deep dive and get real on how you guys can better host your mates, impress your dates, and crush your goals, all by making simple changes to your space and your habits. So if you want to come home knowing you've arrived, join me. Are you ready, gents? Let's do this. Hey, gents, how you doing this week? I've got a couple of announcements. As you know, by now, however many episodes in we are, I have made it my mission to help you gents find your voice, as it were, whether that's at home with your interior design within your space, whether it's in your relationships and partnership building, or whether it's in your business or goal setting efforts. Along this path of starting this podcast arrived, I have received so many questions every week about how I started the podcast and how I found my own voice to help you guys out week on week. Not many people know about all the behind the scenes work that's been involved in getting the pod launched. So... Dun, 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 dun. My brand spanking new podcast launch course, Find Your Voice, goes live this Monday, June 29th, 2020. Enrollment is open now. Okay, so listen up. If you have ever wanted to start a podcast yourself, you've got to take this course. If you've got a mate or a brother or a sister or someone, a colleague who wants to start a podcast, then they've got to take this course and you got to tell them about it, okay? And you can sign up or they can sign up if they head on over to atelierreed.com slash findyourvoice, all one word. And here's the thing, guys. Not many people actually know this. But aside from some initial audio editing and polishing that I definitely could not have done myself getting this puppy launched, I basically did all of the work in launching this podcast completely on my own. And I do not say this to pat my own back here. I say this to highlight what a damned fool I was in trying to figure out all this stuff. I spent countless stupid, stupid hours trawling YouTube reading blogs, listening to podcasts about podcasting, you know, and like generally just trying to figure out how to do this all on my own. Was it a great learning experience? Yeah, of course. However, was it a great use of my time? No. And let me tell you, it's not going to be a great use of your time either. If you are thinking about starting a pod and you want to start a pod and you think, I'll just do it by myself, I'll just, I'll just search the internet, right? The internet is a great source of information. However, as I found, there is so, so much information out there on starting a podcast and how to go about doing it that you can literally rabbit hole yourself for months like I did before you actually get to any action steps that you need to take to get your podcast launched. And I don't want you guys to go wading through the internet like I did. So... 
If you're interested in learning more about this awesome course covering all the aspects from the design to editing services to finding guests to promoting the pod to avoiding pod fades, so many factors have gone into this eight-week course. Go to atelierreadcom slash findyourvoice and sign up now. The second announcement that I have for you is that it is summer and it has been a long, crazy year and we're only in June. I know that there's been a lot of heavy stuff happening in the world and I know that we've been talking a lot about those heavy topics. I've talked to you guys about loneliness when you are living at home during the coronavirus We've talked about how to actively be anti-racist and what this all means right now after the wake of the George Floyd protests. We've talked about celibacy and, you know, thinking about your own sexual habits right now during lockdown. So we've talked about some real heavy stuff here in the past few weeks and months. So I want to take the rest of this summer to give you guys some headspace and some breathing room on all this stuff because I know that between the media, it being an election year, like it's the pandemic as we're all aware, with the uh, protesting and the tension and stress there, it's a lot to take in. And I want to be a source of inspiration for you guys and help you where you're at right now. I love coaching you guys in these episodes. It's my favorite thing to do. And I also want to keep offering up easy design hacks too. So for the rest of the summer, I'm going to be doing just that. These are going to be short, sweet, simple episodes designed to help you in 15 minutes or less. Boom! Now, don't worry, I have still got an amazing roster of guests lined up for future episodes of the show. We are still going to be tackling some coaching along the way because what good is a beautiful home space if your headspace isn't also designed well? Am I right? Am I right? But for right now, I'm just going to table some of these more intensive episodes, shall we say, because 2020 is turning out to be anything but a normal year. So here's where I love your help. I'm inviting you gents to message me and to ask me your design questions, and I'm going to tackle them here on the show for the remainder of the summer. To do this go to atelierreed.com slash question and you can either email me your questions or super fun and I really hope you will do this you can send me a voice message and I'll include it in the show and once again that's atelierreed.com slash question we're going to make these episodes power packed but easy design hacks to give your brains a bit of a break okay All right, so let's get on with the show, my lovelies. The question that I was asked recently for a magazine article, and I thought it would actually be really awesome to pass along these hacks to you guys as well, because if you're in the United States right now, you're probably still spending a lot of time on lockdown, and 
that living room of yours is probably starting to feel like it's caving in on you and you might be crawling up the walls just feeling like your space is getting to be really small, 12, 15, however many weeks into lockdown we are, right? So today I've got five super easy home hacks on how you guys can instantly add floor space to your living area without knocking down your walls, without a fit of quarantine rage, You know what I'm saying? We're going to make your living room feel bigger. Take some stress out of a small space. So are you ready, guys? Let's do this. Number one, invest in furniture that floats and has tailored lines. So anytime you can lift furniture from the floor by floating it, that's going to visually add floor space. And when I say floating your furniture, what I mean by that is look for furniture that can be mounted to a wall that doesn't need to have legs at all, right? So think about the IKEA BESTA organization system, which you can mount to your wall. You can sometimes mount bookshelves to walls that don't actually have to have legs and take up any space on the floor. From the perspective of a sofa, look for a sofa that's got, let's say, some thin grass legs that just kind of help lift the density of that large piece of furniture off the floor and it gives us this little sense of floating right I love the Colette sofa from CB2 so check that out and when you do this what you're doing is you're tricking the eye into thinking that your room is actually a little bit larger simply because your eye sees more of the actual floor space itself So to counter this, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to ditch any oversized, overstuffed Michelin man looking pieces, right? The ones that add bulk to the room, but don't actually add any more seating. And the same goes for that oversized sectional that you might have that let's say None of the guys really wants to sit on any more than two anyway when they come over to watch the game, right? No one wants to actually be stuck like sardines on a sectional sofa, even though it's got three or four seats to it. So instead, what you're going to want to do here to make your living room feel bigger is to swap out a large sectional sofa for what's called an apartment sofa. So an apartment sofa is something that's going to be tailored a little bit smaller, And it's made specifically, its dimensions are made specifically for apartment living. West Elm, CB2, Crate and Barrel, a lot of these kind of high street retailers will sell apartment-sized sofas. And then what what you'll do instead of having that sectional is you'll have your apartment sofa and then to actually add seating back in once you've taken away your sectional, you can add a small pair of upholstered lounge chairs and this is going to give your guests and your family members and anyone that you have over a little bit more personal space and a little bit more breathing room right so you're not actually subtracting seating you're just making the space feel larger by getting really clever with the type of furniture that you're putting in the second hack is to go upward and kill the clutter this is a total no-brainer, guys. I mean, I've talked about this on the show so often, but a room that's organized and tidy and uncluttered by unsightly stuff on every surface lends the illusion of space and a sense of luxuriousness to an interior. So the first thing 
you're going to want to do for this tip is to condo the hell out of your living room, okay? Once you have taken the crap out that you don't really need cluttering up that space, then think vertically when thinking of storage solutions for things that you do want to keep in the space or you do want to keep in your flat. Invest in tall, stackable shelving units that extend upward and have doors to sock away, let's say, any remote controls or blankets or just things that you kind of want to be able to, to, to move aside at the end of the night. If you're done watching a film, you don't really want those things to be out in the morning. All that kind of stuff, right? So again, um, IKEA has a really wonderful stackable Billy Oxberg combo. I think Oxberg is the door sets and then the Billy bookcase, of course, is, you know, the the iconic bookshelving system that they've created. And what I recommend for people to do here is to position this as tall to the ceiling as possible, right? So ideally, if you can stack these pieces, this bookcase system, anywhere sort of from like six inches to three inches to even two inches from the ceiling line, then that's really again going to draw the eye up. Now, if you are in a position that you want to invest in built-in bookshelves, again, invest in built-ins that go all the way up to the ceiling that are going to lend storage all the way up to the ceiling. So guys, think vertically here when you're thinking storage and get that clutter out. Hack number three, fake tall ceilings with this super simple trick. A lot of people make the mistake of installing their curtain rods just above the window trim. Instead, install your curtain rods three inches below the ceiling line or one inch below the base of your crown molding if you have crown moldings in your space. And again, talking about drawing the eye upward, this is a super easy hack to make your space feel larger. Because again, when we can fake tall ceilings, it makes the space feel loftier, larger, wider, more open. So anytime you go into a space and the ceilings are low, you always feel like the space is lower. So you can easily fake this with little tricks, like I mentioned of, you know, your storage going upward and your curtain rods installed up higher. Now, just a note on this, when you're installing your curtain rods to up higher, you still want your curtains to kind of just pool ever so slightly at the bottom. So when you're in, when you're shopping for curtains, make sure that you take this into consideration because this whole trick is going to be thwarted. This whole visual trick, shall I say, is not going to work if your curtains themselves are, you know, sitting six, eight, ten, whatever inches off the ground. Okay. So make sure that you take into account buying the proper length of curtain to accommodate the new height of your curtain rods. Number four, play with scale. Again, a lot of you guys will think, well, if I have a small space, I need to quote unquote think small when it comes to designing my small room. And I should fill it with small objects, small art, small printed wallpaper. That is not what you need to do. Instead, you want actually to play with the scale of pieces in your room, not so much extendedly large furniture like we were talking about in tip one, but in things like your accessories, for example, in pieces of artwork. 
in other accoutrements that you might put on a sideboard or a credenza, right? Have a bit of fun with it. Play with scale. So when I talk about this, some things that come to mind are these beautiful standing gems by Ava Farron for Holly Hunt. There's a gorgeous chain link decor piece. It's oversized. It's like this beautiful marble piece of chain link decor uh, by Jenna Fisher for CB2. You can put these things in a bookcase, on a credenza. You might even play with scale with your accessories with having a really big bouquet of flowers, a tall fiddly fig plant in a corner, or even just, you know, if you have access to some woodsy space and you can cut down, you know, a small, I mean, comparatively, right, a small tree branch and put it in a vase and put that on your coffee table and it kind of comes up and over and it's an oversized piece of accessories or it's an oversized accessory for your home these are little ways that you can play with scale and actually they're going to make the space itself feel larger when you put these grand objets in the space another thing that you can do here to play with scale is to invest in an oversized patterned area rug i am so in love with the Python Glory rug by Diane von Furstenberg for the rug company is out of this world gorgeous, big oversized snake print, hand woven, gorgeous wool rug, right? Beautiful. Okay, so you put a big pattern print on the floor in that living room space and it's going to make that space feel really big. The other thing you can do is put a large patterned wallpaper on your largest wall in that living room or you can go totally bold here and paper the whole room don't be afraid to go bold when you're thinking about wallpaper just make sure it's not going to feel too chaotic for you one bold patterned wallpaper that I really love is by Kelly Wurstler and it's called graffito and there are a number of different colorways it's stunning and it really does make a small space look larger the real trick here though is in practicing restraint so if you're going to go big with your area rug then make sure you keep your walls simple if you're going to go big with your walls then make sure you keep your area rug simple okay so otherwise the whole space starts to really actually feel like it is closing in on you because there's so much happening it becomes a clutter a visual clutter unto itself but if you stick with one aspect of playing with scale whether it's big accessories a big area rug or a big swath of wallpaper on one wall that is where the good stuff is number five embrace your dark side gents if you have a small living room that does not get much light for example you can embrace it and here's what you're going to do. You're going to paint it dark and saturated. So some examples here are Farrowin Ball's Hag Blue, Benjamin Moore's Soot, and Sherwin-Williams Hunt Club paints. I notice that my clients are often afraid of painting a small space of theirs, especially one that doesn't get much natural light in a dark or saturated color because they think that light colors or whites or pastels make a space feel larger. And that's not so. You see, dark colors actually recede and corners become infinitely far away 
to the eye. When you paint your room, ceiling and all, if you want to go for it, a dark color. When you have a dark room throughout and then you have this bold white ceiling, it can actually be a bit jarring. So if you are going to go with a dark saturated color, I would actually recommend to paint the ceiling in a dark color as well. And your eye won't actually really register the corners and it will just feel like the room is just so much grander than it actually is. So go for it. Embrace your dark side. So to quickly recap these five hacks for you guys. Number one, invest in furniture that floats and has tailored lines. Ditch the big overstuffed Michelin man pieces. I know they might be comfy, but they look terrible and they make your space dwarf. Okay, get rid of them. Invest in some tailored floaty pieces. Instantly add floor space to your living room. Number two, go upward and kill the clutter. Get rid of that clutter that's in your living room. Anything that you do want to store after that, think upward. Tall bookshelves is the trick here. Number three, fake tall ceilings. Install or reinstall your curtain rods just a couple inches down from your ceiling line and make sure that you accommodate for that extra length in your curtains. Number four, play with scale. Think big when you think accessories. Think beautiful, big patterned area rug or go bold in a large pattern, gorgeous wallpaper, accent wall or the whole space. And number five, embrace your dark side. Don't be afraid of the dark. Don't be afraid to paint that space dark, saturated, moody hue. It will recede. The space will feel larger from it. And lastly, guys, a, a bonus tip or hack number six. Remember, and I know guys don't like to hear this, but remember that bigger isn't always better. We as human beings always think we want larger. But what we're actually craving here is a sense of place, of mood, of envelopment, and of course, functionality when we're at home especially when we're at home on lockdown. There's really actually a reason why these sprawling McMansions that were really big in the late 90s and the early noughties that were in fashion are no longer de rigueur anymore. They're no longer really requested so much anymore. When people have overly large sprawling living rooms, they actually tend to gravitate especially their nighttime routines and rituals, let's say reading a book or watching a film or having a cocktail, they actually retreat into smaller rooms. In lieu of a large space, get your mood right with the tips above. Get your space highly functional, aka organized and clutter-free, and it will not matter how big or not your living room actually is. That's it for me this week, gents. I will be right back here next week to bring you more bonus tips and hacks for your home in 15 minutes or less. Once again, guys, if you have questions, I want to hear from you. Don't hesitate to reach out. Hit me up at atelierread.com slash question, and I'm going to answer for you guys for the rest of the summer your design hack questions.
soon. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Arrived. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and your space is feeling a little more like a crash pad than a home, not to worry. I'm here for you, gents. Join me over at atelierreadcom slash arrived to work with me one-to-one on a design action plan to help you bring your A-game home. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-W-R-E-D-E dot com slash arrived. So what are you waiting for? Let's do this. I'll see you next time, guys. Have a great week. Thank you.